Hey, hey, hey. Welcome people. Welcome to the March 2017 episode of our SAP Cloud Platform podcast. This is Manjunath coming to you with episode number 27. We have a packed agenda for you. As always, we will start by looking at what's new on the cloud platform since our last podcast episode. Later, we have a deep dive interview on one of the most awaited capabilities on the cloud platform, the SAP Cloud Platform Workflow Service. Christian Luce, the chief product owner of the Workflow Service, will join me to discuss the details. You do not want to miss this. We will then wrap up this episode with a look at the upcoming events for SAP Cloud Platform in the next weeks and months. So, without further ado, let's go. So, what is new in the cloud platform since our last podcast? Lots of things. On the cloud platform mobile service for development and operations, we have added secure login server support. You can create a secure login server, abbreviated as SLS, which will let a device application retrieve a client certificate and enables the device to automatically access the services which the SLS trusts. We have some exciting additions to the integration service on the platform. First, there are some new and enhanced security-related iFlow steps like XML Digital Signer, XML Verifier, which are now available in the web UI. You can now configure a timeout for the message processing lock in the SFTP Sender Adapter. This feature is available in both the Eclipse and the web UI. We have the capability to set the HTTP method dynamically in the HTTP receiver adapter at runtime. Now this will enable you to use the same channel for different HTTP methods. We can also automatically map fields with identical names in the subtree of selected fields while creating a mapping definition resource. This feature is only available in the web UI. Some news coming your way from the predictive service. You can now explore, test and consume the predictive service through the SAP API Business Hub. The service now allows application users to specify the modeling technique used to generate forecasts. The default being automated analytics technique and the other options being exponential smoothing or the linear regression. The UI theme designer now runs in the new SAP theme, SAP Belize. The export feature in the UI theme designer has been improved. Now experts can control exactly which files and resources are to be exported and which UI technologies are relevant for the export. The UI theme designer is also available as a new tile in the SAP Cloud Platform cockpit under services. So now, you can subscribe to the service from here. The gamification service has some news on the streamlined gamification workbench. Like the rule engine can now be managed and monitored with a separate workbench view called the rule engine. Tenant operators can monitor all apps from the monitoring view in the operations tab. 
in the area of API management. There is added support for monetizing APIs. You can now create rate plans and attach these rate plans to a product in the API portal. You can also view the billing details in the API portal and the developer portal. From the cockpit side, you can now change the display name of the global account per data center from the edit button of the global account tile. And lastly, some information on uh, version updates. SAP UI5 Distribution 1.44.7 for Java and HTML5 applications has been released. SAP HANA Revision 122.07 is now supported on the cloud platform. And SAP ASC version 16.0 SP2 PL05 is now supported on the SAP cloud platform. That's what's new on SAP cloud platform. Interested to know more? Then check out the cloud platform release notes, which also has been linked from our new community page. Up next, we have a very special segment. The SAP Cloud Platform Workflow Service was introduced as a beta service in November 2016. And since then, the community has shown great interest in knowing and understanding more about the service and its capabilities on the platform. So you asked and we listened. The SAP Cloud Platform Service is planned to go GA in the last week of March 2017 and in this regard I met up with the team that is working hard to make this happen. Listen on. Hello everyone. Today I am pleased to have with me Christian Luz who is the Chief Product Owner Business Process Management at SAP to learn more about the workflow service on the SAP Cloud Platform. Welcome Christian and happy to have you with us. Happy to be here. Thanks, Manju. Let's kick off things by trying to understand what is the workflow service on the SAP Cloud Platform? Yeah, the workflow service is a new service that is available on the SAP Cloud Platform. The service can be used to extend standard applications, uh, to integrate applications into an end-to-end -end business process, or to build completely new workflow-driven applications. So for instance, you could extend the standard onboarding process that happens, let's say, in success factors, uh, or you can implement an end-to-end -end ordering process across various systems. Uh, you could also build completely new IoT applications, uh, for instance, which trigger service requests in a, in a, a CRM system uh, if a certain sensor supports a 40 device. So there are multiple uh, use cases for which you can use the workflow service. Developers can model workflows uh, using a graphical tool, uh, and then they can trigger workflows and uh, manage them through a REST interface. Hmm. Interesting. But let's just uh, get down to the basics. For someone who has not worked, uh, not really worked on workflows, what exactly is a workflow? Mm -hmm. The workflow is basically a process with a number of steps which can be, can be repeated in order to, act, to achieve a certain outcome. So these steps can be either automated, for instance, if you want to push data into a backend system, or if you want to send out an email, or they can be performed by a user. So for instance, approving a request 
uh, of filling out a form. These steps could be executed either sequentially, so one after another, or in parallel. And they could also depend on certain business rules. So approval might only be necessary if a certain order amount uh, would be, would be uh, reached. So for instance, if you want to order a new laptop, your manager will typically have to approve. And depending on the company policy, maybe additional approvals would be necessary. Let's say by a cost center, responsible, or uh, a procurement manager. Typically, you want to automate these processes to become more efficient. So to avoid a lot of paper-based processes where excels are sent around or emails are sent around, uh, typically a process or workflow engine is being used to automate these processes uh, to run them more efficiently. Okay. But uh, how is this different from, uh, let's say, embedding this logic into the application that I'm building? How is it different from consuming it as a separate service as such? Mm -hmm. Of course, you could also hard code this process logic, this application logic, into your own application. However, uh, you might want to use a workflow engine or workflow service uh, for various reasons. Number one, it takes you less effort uh, in development and also testing because the workflow service offers a lot of features uh, only out of the box, which you can simply reuse. So for instance, it allows you to have uh, decisions uh, whether uh, you go left or right. So uh, if and else statements, you can really model easily. You can also model parallel execution uh, of, of tasks. Uh, also, the workflow service comes with a pre-built inbox application so that you don't have to build your own uh, approval application. So uh, overall, uh, the workflow service makes you as developer more efficient in building such workflow-driven applications. Uh, number two, another reason is that uh, if you model a workflow in a graphical way, the workflow becomes easier to understand uh, also for business users, for your business uh, users, for your customers, uh, and also easier to change. So imagine you have a lot of um, uh, source code, and now you want to make a simple change based on a business request, and uh, it probably will take you a while to understand where exactly you have to change, what, what, what other parts of your process, uh, of your logic are impacted. So with a workflow model, with a graphical model, uh, this becomes more transparent and, and uh, you can uh, make changes more easily and with more confidence. The third reason is that uh, in every company there are uh, strict rules for instance, regarding traceability or governance. Right? So you always have to be able to, to say who approved a certain request. Yeah? So logs and traces become really important um, and there are also strict governance rules on who can actually approve uh, a certain request uh, or a certain order. Uh, so uh, workflow service uh, already provides you with the means uh, to fulfill these uh, these regulations uh, and, and, and governance rules uh, because it has a pre-built workflow log so you can always check uh, what steps were executed by whom and with what outcome. Great. I think that covers the advantages of using a separate workflow service or an engine in good detail. But now if I want to use the workflow service on the SAP Cloud Platform, uh, what are the kind of capabilities that are built into the service? Mm -hmm. Using our service, you can uh, model workflows that consist of service tasks. So these are to be automated steps, user tasks, script tasks, 
and gateways. Uh, let's start with gateways. Gateways can be decisions, so meaning uh, yes or no, or certain threshold reached or not. Yeah, so these are basically decisions where the process can go either left or right. Uh, or you can also use gateways to create parallel branches within the workflow. Right? So let's say you have two groups of provers, uh, but both can approve independently. And only if both groups uh, uh, confirm uh, your request, uh, then the workflow would continue. So the next type of task which you can use are service tasks. And service tasks uh, can be used to call restful services through predefined destinations. Here we use the standard destination service of the cloud platform. Uh, so uh, you can configure the, the endpoints um, and it allows you also to have a different endpoint, let's say for your development environment, for your development, development account, and your test account and your production account. Um, these services can either be endpoints um, that you configure to your own application. Right? So if you want to call some application logic um, in, in your own application from the workflow, that is possible. But you can also call um, endpoints uh, via REST APIs from any other application. For more advanced integration needs, so if you want to have uh, complex mappings or connect to uh, uh, other uh, kind of services with other protocols, let's say SOAP service uh, or to a database via GDBC, uh, we recommend to use the Cloud Platform Integration Service, which has a lot of uh, integration capabilities regarding of mapping and adapters. The next type of tasks which you can use uh, in your workflow model are user tasks. And uh, user tasks are basically um, uh, used to create uh, a work item in the user's inbox. Um, and the, for the inbox, we use uh, actually a standard Fiori application, which is called My Inbox. Uh, and this is also available for the SAP Business Suite and uh, part of S4HANA. Right? So it's used uh, throughout multiple SAP products to give end users a consistent look and feel. So in the end, the user should not care whether the workflow runs in the S4HANA system, in uh, the uh, Cloud Platform workflow, or in any other workflow application. Um, each task is linked basically to a SubUI 5 application. Uh, so when the user clicks on the task in his inbox and opens the task, uh, then the SubUI 5 application is loaded and the respective UI component is shown. So let's say you uh, need to approve a purchase order. Uh, and so we, you would build a UI, SubUI 5 application, which displays the purchase order, including all the line items. And then the user can make a decision whether he approves this order or rejects it. Finally, we also have script tasks. And script tasks are used to manipulate the workflow data. So let's say you want to pass uh, input parameter to a REST call. Uh, you need to prepare the, the input data, the payload. And using uh, simple JavaScript functions, uh, you can create JSON objects and pass those into the service call. In addition to these uh, various uh, tasks, which you can use in your model, we also have another Fiori application, which allows you to monitor and administrate your running workflows. So you can see what workflows are running, uh, when they have been started, by whom, in what status they are in. And in case they run into an error, you can also do troubleshooting. Uh, and let's say uh, if they are really no longer necessary to be, to be running, you can also cancel them by this administration application. Awesome. But uh, looking at the capabilities that you mentioned of the workflow service, uh, Christian, 
i also feel that it is somehow similar to uh, some existing sap products like uh, the uh, netweaver business process management which um, i have some experience of working with uh, do you also feel that somehow the workflow service on the sap cloud platform is similar or comparable to existing sap products yes so we have multiple workflow and bpm products at sap so let's start maybe with the uh, with the first one the oldest one um the business sub business workflow Uh, the sub-business workflow is uh, well integrated into the NetWeaver ABAP stack um, and it drives most of the standard processes which are running in the ERP system, in the business suite and also nowadays in uh, S4HANA, in the S4HANA system. Um, it is well integrated, like I said, with the uh, underlying applications, so it has direct access to the application business object. Uh, it's integrated into the ABAP lifecycle management. Uh, but it's not really uh, intended to uh, orchestrate end-to-end -end processes across multiple applications and multiple systems. Then we have a second product, um, which is called SAP Business Process Management. And this is a full on-premise BPM suite uh, based on the NetWeaver Java platform. Uh, business Process Management, or short BPM, is, in the, is combined with the sub-process integration product into a solution which we call process orchestration. And this is very widespread, so we have more than 10,000 customers using this process orchestration suite. Um, but like I said, it's an on-premise product, so it's not available as a cloud service. That's why we now offer the workflow service as part of this SAP Cloud Platform to give also customers a choice to automate and implement and manage their workflows and business processes uh, in a cloud environment. However, all free workflow solutions and products uh, support the Mindbox Fiori application, which I mentioned, so to allow end users one entry point, one inbox uh, to manage all their workflow tasks. Which of these BPM or workflow products you, you should use depends really on the use case. So the system landscape uh, that you have, what kind of systems, mainly on-premise systems, cloud systems, um, and also what kind of deployment option the customer would prefer. So whether he has a uh, cloud-first strategy, or whether he also wants to, be, wants to keep some of his systems um, uh, in an on-premise deployment. Interesting. Uh, now, let's say uh, there is a customer out there who wants to migrate from uh, maybe NetWeaver PPM to the workflow service on the SAP Cloud Platform. Do we have some strategy for uh, handling this migration already? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we also support a hybrid uh, strategy. So if, if uh, you have processes which only mainly run on-premises, dealing with on-premise systems, uh, you can, of course, use the uh, uh, on-premise uh, BPM product. Uh, if you have more, let's say, you want to extend standard cloud application workflows, uh, the, the onboarding process, which I mentioned, then you can uh, do this in the um, uh, SAP Cloud Platform workflow service. And what we will offer is uh, an uh, import-export of your process models uh, as a BPMN diagram. Uh, so you can uh, take a model from SAP BPM, uh, import this into the cloud workflow. Uh, however, you will still then have to do the uh, uh, some adjustments for adjusting the technical endpoints, ex uh, uh, adjusting the data flow, um, ex uh, adjusting some technical properties. Um, because the uh, uh, way from the destinations are defined are different in the cloud than in the uh, NetWeaver uh, on-premise stack. 
however, if you have uh, already built uh, UIs using the SubDL5 library, uh, those UIs can run either on-premise or in the cloud uh, with only minor minor adjustments, so you don't have to uh, rebuild uh, your, your user interfaces. Good. I think it's great that we already have some strategy in mind for the hybrid use cases in which uh, I would say that most of our customers will be very interested in. Coming to some example use cases in which the workflow service on the SAP Cloud Platform can be used. Uh, Christian, can you maybe highlight some of these use cases exa as examples for our listeners? Mm -hmm. Sure. So uh, very often there is a need to customize uh, standard applications in order to meet specific customer requirements. So for instance, the employee on on onboarding process could look very different uh, from customer to customer. Even within one company, different countries or different business units may have special requirements. So let's say we want to extend the standard onboarding process in SuccessFactors. Once a new hire is entered in SuccessFactors, this would trigger a custom workflow which is built on the SAP Cloud Platform. And here, the hiring manager would, for instance, assign a, a mentor or buddy via a form uh, for the new employee uh, in order to make sure he becomes productive as soon as possible. So the mentor or buddy uh, would basically guide him for the first days at work, make him familiar with all the uh, processes, all the tools that he has to follow uh, in order so that he can really uh, start uh, working from day one. The mentor could also uh, trigger an order for IT equipment, so laptop, company phone, and so on, depending on the job role. Um, and finally, the workflow could also prepare service requests, for instance, for getting system access, uh, authorizations, ordering business cards, and so on. Right? So in order uh, to avoid you know, a lot of manual work and uh, get setting the, the, the employee productive as well as possible, all these steps could be orchestrated into an end-to-end -end process uh, and driven through the workflow service. Another good example are applications which are built by partners. Uh, during our beta phase, uh, one of our partners uh, used the workflow service to build a standard cloud application for doctors to file claims for medications with insurance companies. Uh, so uh, they would basically claim uh, to uh, get, a, get, a, get money returned uh, for medications that they have uh, been given to, uh, to their patients. Uh, so this is a good example for an application built by a partner, which the partner would then sell and, and, and market uh, to his customers. Finally, the workflow service is also intended to be used as a, as a microservice by other SAP Cloud applications, uh, which would embed workflow or task management capabilities into their own um, applications. And uh, we are working to that extent with various SAP application teams, development teams, uh, who want to use our, our service. Great. I think uh, the workflow service is on its way to become a formidable offering on the SAP Cloud Platform. Uh, now, when we were discussing uh, the different capabilities of the service on the Cloud Platform and the different tasks that are supported by the service currently, uh, I was wondering that in our on-premise offerings, we also have uh, modeling capabilities for uh, uh, both the developers and also the business users. So in its current state on the SAP Cloud Platform, 
uh, Christian, what do you feel? Is the workflow service currently catering to the more developer users or does it also um, uh, somehow target the business users that are out there who can model the applications and not focus more on uh, doing the development or coding? So who is the target audience for the SAP Cloud Platform Workflow Service? Is it more the developers or the business users? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so actually we want to target both uh, developers who build um, applications uh, on the cloud platform, but we also want to make the tool uh, to be usable uh, by less technical people, uh, business analysts, um, uh, business uh, process experts uh, who can uh, understand process modeling, uh, who want to define a process uh, using the tool, and uh, who might model uh, you know, a first version of, of, the, of the workflow, uh, and then hand it over to a developer to make it really executable. So uh, for instance, to manipulate, manipulate uh, payload uh, via, via JavaScript, uh, this is still a developer task, right? but to define the, the, the list of steps, the approvals, the business rules, you don't need any, any development skills. Uh, so basically we target minimal coding uh, where you can do as much as possible for, for models, for, for user interfaces, uh, and only leave, let's say, the 20%. We really need to write uh, code, JavaScript code or Java code to a developer. Wow, that is good to know. Uh, coming back to the kind of parallels that we were drawing to existing SAP applications out there, and I think you also mentioned that uh, in the on-premise world, you have an offering called the Business Process Management or BPM, which works together with the process integration offering and also another uh, product called as the Business Rules Management, which uh, together forms the process orchestration suite in the on-premise world. Uh, do you have some plans of also maybe integrating with the SAP Cloud Platform integration service and uh, the rules engine, which is currently in beta on the Cloud Platform? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so for any workflow, uh, you need typically integration with other applications, other systems. Um, that's why we see a close uh, relationship and, and dependency between workflow and integration. Um, and, and business rules is basically the third uh, into this in, 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 in this group. Uh, so uh, I already mentioned there's use cases for using business rules inside a workflow to determine a certain uh, approval limit, uh, to determine who actually could be a mentor for a new employee. Uh, these could be driven for business rules, which a business user can easily influence and change. Um, and, and therefore, we really plan to have a, have a tight integration uh, from the workflow uh, to the integration service and to the business school service. Already today, as I mentioned, you can use the uh, uh, Cloud Platform integration service from the workflow to connect to external systems, or you can also trigger a new workflow uh, for an, um, an integration message. Um, and uh, um, with the business rules, uh, so once the, the business rules service becomes available uh, from uh, in, in the as a, as a beta, uh, you can also use the business rules which are defined in the business rules service uh, in your workflow. So definitely this uh, integration uh, will, will be very tight and, and, and very deep um, and, and will also improve uh, in the future. Now, I understand that the SAP Cloud Platform Workflow Service will go GA in um, the last week of March of 2017. 
now uh, with that in mind what can we expect in the future and what is the kind of roadmap that we have for the workflow service on the sap cloud platform mm-hmm. sure so uh, as you said ga uh, is planned for next week and uh, we uh, actively develop the service further uh, we plan to have weekly updates um, after the ga uh, with changes and also new features for instance we plan to add support for email notifications so that you can send emails uh, out of from the workflow uh, without uh, coding uh, uh, we want to uh, support message events so that you can send messages from outside let's say from your own application into the workflow and and uh, drive the workflow further or uh, improve the task management capabilities so for instance allow the user to define deadlines uh, when a certain task has to be completed uh, we also want to simplify the uh, development of, of user interfaces for the workflow and, and hence we are planning to have uh, templates plugins for the web ide uh, which uh, generate an, an, an task application ui uh, automatically with um, all the uh, plumbing the, the, the calls to the service uh, built in uh, so that uh, you can uh, really easily get a full um, workflow application uh, running on the cloud platform uh, another thing which we are working on is to make the service available in the uh, trial landscape on the cloud platform. Uh, so this will allow every developer out there to try out the service uh, for free and then uh, upgrade to, uh, to a subscription uh, if he wants to use this productively. Wow. I think that last point about uh, giving the users a kind of a trial environment or a playground wherein they can try out things before deciding to go ahead with the workflow service is very, very important and I think will be highly appreciated. Uh, from the time that this service has been announced on the SAP Cloud Platform, there has been immense interest on trying to understand what the service is, what are the capabilities and what is the roadmap. And I think I definitely have to thank Christian for taking time out and providing your valuable insights on the workflow service and its workings on the SAP cloud platform. Thank you very much, uh, Christian. And I think we will definitely keep in touch with you to understand how this service matures as you keep adding more and more features on the SAP cloud platform. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you, Christian. A big thanks to Christian for this awesome interview. I now understand the workflow service much better and it has certainly set up a great foundation for the workflow service on the SAP cloud platform. We will definitely follow the growth of this service in our future podcasts. Finally, Let's see the upcoming events for SAP Cloud Platform in the next weeks and months. SAP Inside Track Brisbane in Brisbane, Australia will happen on April 13th, 2017. We also have a couple of code jams happening in Taoyuan City in Taiwan from April 15th and 16th of 2017. And of course, you can never forget the big ones. We have the ASUG or ASAC pre-conference seminar for Sapphire Now 2017 happening on the 15th of May in Orlando, Florida and the big conference that is coming up which is the 2017 Sapphire Now and ASAC annual conference 
happening between May 16th and 18th also in Orlando, Florida. Hope you have all registered and keep following the ongoings from Sapphire Now. As always, you can find more information on events, questions, blogs, discussion on our SAP Cloud Platform community page. Before we sign off, the last couple of months was exciting for the SAP Cloud Platform. With the rename announcement in Mobile World Congress, the announcements from the Google Next conference, the upcoming SAP iOS SDK release this week, amazing. What are your thoughts on these developments? Don't forget to share your thoughts, feedbacks and experiences with us. We are always listening. Engage with us, the Cloud Platform team, over the various social channels. Follow at SAPCP on Twitter. Follow the Cloud Platform on the new community. And last but not the least, subscribe and keep listening to the rocking episodes of Cloud Platform Podcast powered by OpenSAP. Thanks for joining us today. Until next time, this has been Manjunath. Keep calm and move to SAP Cloud Platform. Goodbye. The SAP Cloud Platform Podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and a thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today to one of our OpenSAP courses on open.sap.com.